gentlemen good evening dear friends welcome to another edition of jesus is the answer with kathy ekakunden jingle i am an ambassador of christ jesus and i am your host you are welcome how are you all doing 
It's a beautiful Thursday evening from my end. I'm filled with joy. I'm so happy. It's a privilege to be in God's presence to worship and glorify His name. So join me. Let's praise our Father. He is the way maker. He is the King of kings, the Lord of lords, the mighty man in battle. That's who He is. Yes, come on. Let's worship and glorify his name. Jesus is so good. He's a wisdom God. He's a good, good father. He's a God of awesome wonders. Ah. Mm. Cannot stand your name, Jesus' name above all name. He Ah, Igwe oh, Igwe, come on, hey, come, let me sing my song. Oh no, hey, I'll lift my voice to you. Mierue, Mierue. Take it all, take it all. Oh, oh, oh. I love your name. Yerube, Yerube. Oh, let me sing my song. I leave my voice to you. You're ready to be praised. Yerube, Yerube.
join it. One more, one more, then we dive into today's message. Let's worship our Father. He's a faithful, faithful God. See, um, you, have, you have no idea. You have no idea, people of God. God is just so merciful. People make a see from God is far. He's not far. He's very close. Closer than you can even imagine. He knows your every struggle. If not for you, where will I be today? If not for you, who would have saved my life? If not for you, over. If not for you, Omega. Akage Kerigi. If not for you, where have I been today? If not for you, If not for you, Jehovah, not for you, Omega, Before we dive into today's message, let's welcome the Holy Spirit. Let's welcome Jesus. Let's welcome Abba, Father. Father, you are the King of kings, the Lord of lords, the mighty man in battle. Father, Lord, we give you all glory. We give you honor. We give you thanks, praise, and adoration. Father, we thank you for a day like this. We thank you, Father, for bringing us into your presence. We glorify your holy name. We thank you for the gift of life. We thank you, Lord, for provision. We thank you, Father, that we are alive to worship you. So many went to bed last night. They didn't make it, but here we are. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Father, take over me. Take over this service. Less of me, more of you, Father. You should be heard and not me. Speak through me, O Lord, and let it bring glory to your kingdom. In the mighty name of Jesus, I soak myself into your precious blood, blood of Jesus. All those who are out there listening to me and those who listen to me later, even 10 years from now, I soak them into your precious blood, blood of Jesus. Father, cover them with your blood. Let your blood that speaks more than every other blood. Let it speak for us, O Lord Jesus. I soak the equipment that I'm using into your precious blood, blood of Jesus. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Holy Spirit. In Jesus' mighty name, I pray. Amen. Mm, 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 mm. The message I have is titled, If Not of You, Jesus. I want us to take a minute and reflect on our lives and ask ourselves that are we alive today because we eat healthy, we are taking good care of ourselves, or do we 
we go through life every day because we are careful, we are smarter. You just came out of a terrible situation. Is it because you were so smart, you know how to handle it well? Or oh, it's because of God's grace. <clears throat> you were in a deep mess at one time, one point in your life that you were like, you don't know how you are going to come out of this. But somehow, somehow, that problem was solved. And you wonder at times when you ask yourself, you just say, if not of God, but do you really mean it? Do you really see God's hands in your life? Of course, yes. Because there are some things we can't even explain. There are some situations that we are faced with. And somehow the problem solved itself. Somehow God brings somebody in our lives who help us. And you're like, I don't even know how this person helped me. I don't even know how to open up to this person. But you were led to tell that person. The Spirit of God was like, explain your situation to them. The Spirit of God was like telling this person, help this one. And it all turned out good for your favor. It worked out right. And you're like, wow, this can only be God. We just say it with our mouth. Our heart is far. People of God, I'm here today to tell you that we have to glorify God. We have to thank him. Listen, if you have been praying once a day, just only placing your demand, it's high time you start praying three, four times a day. As you are praying, asking him for things, begin to glorify him, begin to worship him. I just sat here and I've been reflecting of my life. I was crying. I had to make a video. Telling you how good God is. I saw, I, I was thinking of the things I've been through in life. And where I am right now, where God is taking me to, this can only be God. If not of Jesus, I would not have been here today. Oh, the enemy has planned so many things. The enemy did a lot, but God saved me. Even wherever they are right now. Whatever they are planning. Because they are always plotting. But they always fail. They plot. They always fail. The Bible says it. That they will gather. But they will scatter in seven directions. Right now begin to open your mother. Every gathering. That they have gathered calling your name. That is to bring you down. Which is not for your good. They are gathered plotting evil. To destroy you, to tarnish your reputation, to plot evil against you, to bring you down, to humiliate you. Holy Ghost, fire on that gathering. Any wish have gathering where people are gathered, they are not talking good, right? They are not planning good for you. They are not blessing you. They are calling your name for evil, plotting evil to bring you down, to expose you, to disgrace you. Holy Ghost, fire on them. I don't care how many of them they are i don't care where they are but i stand on the authority of the name above all other names and that is the name of jesus christ i stand upon his word for he says greater works he has done and greater works shall we do if only we believe in him and i believe in him because he has given me power to trade over serpents and scorpion and of that I use it to scatter every evil gathering in the mighty name of Jesus. I send Holy Ghost fire to the camp of the enemy. I send liquid fire. Angel Michael, Angel Gabriel, chop off the head of these demons and send it back 
to the pit of hell where it belongs to. Every negative declaration over your life, Holy Ghost fire and we send it back to sender in the mighty name of Jesus. Where they say you go, you will not succeed. Where others have gone and they did not succeed, you will go and you will come out in flying colors. Did you hear that? You will go and you will come out in flying colors in the mighty name of Jesus. That pronunciation that the doctor said over your illness, he said, there is no way I cancel that report right now. And I say, Jesus have put life in your body. I speak life in your body. I speak life in your health, in your organs, in your bones, in your whole body, in the mighty name of Jesus. You who they say you will not carry children. Nine months from now, you'll be pregnant. Ah, yes. Father has given me power. And I stand upon that authority. I declare your home fruitful. I declare your home fruitful. I just hear that tubes. When they say your fallopian tubes are blocked, I open them this minute in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. You who they say your husband has low sperm count, I make it richer and healthier. You will carry your own child in your home in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. And I soak these prayers in the precious blood of Jesus. Amen. That no demon will steal them. It is done. God has answered our prayers. He answers and he honors my word. Because I don't walk on my own. He put his power in me. I'm just a vessel he is using. It is done. Receive it with faith. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Jesus. Father, we bless your holy name. We thank you for this gathering today. We are here today because of you. If not of you, we would have been dead and gone. The enemy has been plotting evil. Their plan is to kill us, is to destroy us. But we say no to their plans because the power, <laughs> the God we serve, he is a mighty God. He is the creator of the universe. He's not done with us, so we are going nowhere. Devil, back to sender. Every trap and every plot that they have plotted against you and come against it, that they will eat their own blood and drink their own flesh in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. 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 The devil has no power. Don't fear him. You know his trick. The trick of the devil, he will send the spirit of fear. That's what the devil does. And when you are afraid, then he will conquer you. He will send the spirit of fear. He will attack you with the spirit of fear. And you know when you are afraid, you can't think, you can't even reason. Let me reduce this so you can get me well. When he attacks you with the spirit of fear, you can't even think right. Have you, witness, have you ever been in a situation where, like you're somewhere, you are just afraid for no good reason. In your own house, if you're afraid to stay in your own house, where will you feel comfortable? In somebody else's home or in a hotel or in the street? No. Take authority. It's your home. Everyone who is dealing with the spirit of fear right now, put your hand on your forehead. I cast out that spirit of fear in your house, in you, wherever you go. I cast it out in the mighty name of Jesus. Out of them. And go back to the pit of hell where you belong. In Jesus' name, amen. No more spirit of fear. God has not given us the spirit of fear, but out of love, of sound mind, and of power. Fear not. Fear not. That's the trick of the enemy who make you to be afraid that he will come in. Don't give him that room. Don't open that door. Fear not. You say your father has not given you. You say God has not given me the spirit of fear. 
but that's the one he has given you is that of love of a sound mind and of power so you take authority listen as christians eh, we have power don't be afraid don't be running and be afraid oh maybe there's something in my house you have that power to cast out that thing that is inside your house you say in the name of jesus and don't doubt because the word says even if our, uh, our faith is as small as mortar seed we can remove mountains. We can tell this tree to live from point A to point B. A tree that moved from here to there and it will happen. But the moment you doubt, you know what happened with... Let me go to the scripture right now. When Jesus was walking on the water. Just a minute. Let me get to that scripture. So, Hallelujah. <laughs> mm, he deserves the lifting of our hands. He's our God. God loves worship. Let's make it a, hap a habit to worship him. So let me read Matthew. Um, Matthew 14. Matthew 14, 21 to 23. You deserve... The lifting of hands. Okay, no, let me start from um, 22 to 28, right down to, right down to 30. Okay, let me read. So Matthew 14, 23 to 30. After sending them home, he went up into the hills by himself to pray. Night fell while he was there alone. Meanwhile, the disciples were in trouble far away from land, for a strong wind has risen, and they were fighting heavy waves. About three o'clock in the morning, Jesus came towards them, walking on the water. 
When the disciples saw him walking on the water, they were terrified. In their fear, they cried out, It's a ghost. But Jesus spoke to them at once, Don't be afraid. Jesus said, Don't be afraid. Take courage, I am here. Then Peter called to him, Lord, if it is really you, tell me to come to you, walking on the water. Yes, come, Jesus said. So Peter went over the side of the boat and walked on the water towards Jesus. But when he saw the strong wind and the wave, he was terrified and began to sing. Save me, Lord, he shouted. Jesus immediately reached out and grabbed him. You have so little faith, Jesus said. Why did you doubt? That was 31. I went right up to 31. The story is so interesting. Like, Let me read further. Why did you doubt? When they climbed back into the boat, the wind stopped. Then the disciple worshipped him. You really are the son of God, the exclaimed. After they had crossed the lake, they landed at Gennesaret. When the people recognized Jesus, the news of his arrival spread quickly throughout the whole area, and soon people were bringing all their sick to be healed. They begged him to let the sick touch, touch at that. They begged him to let the sick touch at last the fringes of his robe. At least, sorry, at least the fringes of his robe, and all who touched him were healed. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. So we don't have to be afraid. And we don't, because what he told him, he said, don't be afraid. The spirit of fear is what limits so many people. Thank you, Jesus. The spirit of fear is what limits so many people. So many people, they are afraid. Can I climb that tree? No, I cannot climb. You just look at the tree. Oh, that tree is too big. I can't climb that tree. Peter was already doing so well. He was walking. But the breeze, the waves came. Those waves, do you know what they represent in real life? Those are the trouble you face when you have shaking in your life. I, Father, thank you for this understanding. The waves that came represent when we believe in God. There will be a time when things are moving well. You, put on, you know, there are some people who trust God, who believe in God, who will praise God. When everything is fine. But once there is a little shaking, when they are faced with trouble, with problems, they start doubting. Is Jesus really there? Does Jesus really exist? Why did he allow me to go through this? But look at Peter was with Jesus. Yet these waves came. But Jesus did what? Reached out to him. And he grabbed him. Meaning Jesus is there. You'll be faced with tribulation and trials and problems. All you need to do is turn to him, call his name, and he will calm the storm. He will calm the waves in your life. Thank you, Father. He will calm them. You need not to be afraid. He said, if we have faith, as if our faith is as small as most as it, we can move mountains. Peter knew, okay, that is Jesus. He was going, he said, you know, like when you have a, you put a straight head, like that is Jesus. I'm going to him without even minding the water. He didn't even care to look how broad that, that water was or the sea or whatever they were crossing. He didn't even care to look left or right. He was just focused like this is Jesus. But when he saw the waves and the wind blowing, he was like, oh my God, 
oh, I will not make it. And then he started to sink and he screams, Father, like Jesus, help me, I'm sinking. Imagine it. And Jesus just sent his hand. Meaning, if Jesus could send his hand, right, and grab him. Father, thank you so much. Thank you, Holy Spirit, for this understanding. If Jesus could send his hand and get hold of him, it means Jesus was so close to him. That's telling you that Jesus is always there. But we think he's too far to listen to our prayers. He's too far to help us. If we start thinking, I hope this message, Father, thank you for this, this, this powerful Oh my God, I hope these scriptures, I'm breaking it down, will help you. Listen, don't only think of it like Jesus walked on the water and, uh, and Peter came and Peter was... No, no, think of it this way, that Jesus is in your boat or you are, you, are, you are sailing with Jesus, right? And you are having problems with your boat and your boat is about to sink. And Jesus will just like order the boat, be still and that boat will be still. It's the same thing with Peter because Peter was so close. If Jesus can stretch his hand and get hold of him, him who was sinking, it means Jesus was that close to him. So know that Jesus is there with you. Everything you are going through, he sees it. All he, we need to do is talk to him. At times he wants us to tell him what. It's not like he doesn't know, but he wants us to say it. Another one, Another message has just came to my mind. Let me, let me look at this one also. The man whom he asked, that what do you want? Jesus was passing one day and they were shouting. The blind man was calling him, Jesus, son of David. And he said, what do you want me to do? Jesus could see that he's blind. Let me go to that scripture. Father, thank you. See, I'm taking a while to, to look for the, the passages or the, the scriptures because I didn't plan them. The only thing I came to that I didn't have any scripture. The only thing I wrote on my paper is, if not of you, because that's the message I got while I was worshiping God. That's the message I got. If not of you, 
I have no scripture written down. I wish it was a video that I could show you my paper. And while I'm preaching now, I'm getting these uh, um, stories and I have to search for the, 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 the verses in the Bible because I'm not like, I don't have the verses off head, but I know some of these stories. So that's why it's taking me a while to find them, but I got this one already. So let me read it. Let me start from... Let me start from, um, it's Mark 10 verses 47. Let me read 47 to 52. When Batmos heard that Jesus of Nazareth was nearby, he began to shout, Jesus, son of David, have mercy on me. Be quiet. Many of the people yelled at him, but he only shouted louder, son of David, have mercy on me. When Jesus heard this, when Jesus heard him, he stopped and said, Tell him to come here. So they called the blind man. Cheer up, they said. Come on, he's calling you. Threw aside his coat, jumped up and came to Jesus. What do you want me to do for you? My rabbi, the blind man said, I want to see. And Jesus said to him, Go for your faith has healed you. Instantly, the man could see, and he followed Jesus down the road. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. This is a clear example. It's not like Jesus could not see that he is blind. Jesus could see that this is a blind man, and this man definitely needs healing. But Jesus wants him to see it with his mouth. Like Jesus is there with you. He knows your troubles. He knows you are sick. He knows you are worried. But he wants you to confess, to say with your mouth. Tell himself, Father, this is my trouble. This is my problem. And he will, because you know why? When you, you are just there, you are sick. And before you know you are here, you will be like, ah, okay. I was sick and now I'm fine. You will not cherish it. But if you know that you are sick and you, went, you go on your knees, and you say, Father, heal me. Jesus, please heal me of this illness. The doctor said there is no solution. Oh, I've been to, to several hospitals. I've run out of cash. I don't even have money. Oh, Jesus, look at because of this illness, I can't even work. Because of this illness, I can't take care of my family. I can't support my family. I can't support my husband. I can't support my wife. I can't even fend for my children. Heal me, Jesus. You cry to him with your, all your heart. He will heal you and you begin to cherish and you give him all the glory. God likes when we glorify him. We give him all the glory. Give him all the glory. He likes to take all the glory. Then you appreciate it more yourself. You'll be like, wow, I was sick. I've been sick for how long now? I just went on my knees and Jesus healed me. This is a miracle. And that also will bring people to him. That also will bring people to him. Let me write down the scripture so I'll post it on my, when I'm sharing the, the link. That also will bring people to him. But if you just go to bed, you sleep and you get here without you praying to him, without you saying anything. You won't, you won't cherish it. You don't know who healed you. You think like it's normal for you to feel the, a certain way and the next minute you feel a certain way. No, but if you know that, no, this is truly Jesus. I called on him and he healed me. 
He said, cast your burden to him. You think he doesn't know we have burdens. You think he doesn't know we have problems. Look at even the case where he healed the lady with the issue of blood. He knew that this lady has touched, but he still asked. And that woman, out of fear, the woman was trembling, but the woman still said it. And he said what? What did he say to the woman? He said, your faith has made you whole. Same like he said here to the blind man. He said, your faith has healed you. To the woman, he said, your faith has made you whole. And that was his stealing it like nothing will happen. No devil will steal you, your, 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 your deliverance or your healing. Jesus sealed it. And others will know that, oh my God, really is their faith. Because like this woman with the issue of blood, man, the faith this woman had. You must say, if all I can just touch his robe, the edge of his cloth, that's all I need. I don't need him to see me. I don't need him to lay hands. If only I can just touch it. I'll be healed. Same with you listening to this message. See, if only I can believe in what Kati is telling me, that if I believe in Jesus, that Jesus is right, that I just need to confess, tell him my problem, I will get healed, I will get delivered. It will work. It's only by faith. God blesses. See, God loves faith, moves God. Our worship moves him mightily. You are sick, you worship him. Don't be like some people where they are sick, they have issues, they are grumbling, and God has abandoned me. God doesn't care. When you are sick, you go to him, you are crying and worshiping him. Think of your past life, the things he has done for you. You glorify him. He will move mightily. Before you know it, that situation that you think you are about to drown, from nowhere solution will come. From nowhere solution will come. What the enemy meant for bad, God turned it. This is me. I'm giving a testimony today. I just started, I was just thinking of my life. After I celebrated my birthday, January, from nowhere I had this headache. It is winter. It's not like during summer, you could have said, okay, probably you walk under the sun and this or whatever. Serious headache. God laid in the heart of his, his daughter. Prophetess Ruth called me. He said, how are you? How are you feeling? Because we've chatted some days back. I thought I was not feeling too well. And I told her, she said, I wanted to call you yesterday, but for some reason she came back from work. She was tired and she slept. But today the thing has been bothering her. Like I've been coming in her mind for her to call me and she had to call. So she called me and she prayed and a demon manifested. That was a neighbor, spirit of a neighbor, a jealous neighbor way back in Africa. When I was young, I was a teenager. I was in my early 20s then from my teenage years we were, we were neighbors to my early 20s she said oh i was the most beautiful girl i always am black beauty am i the only one people were coming to get married to me i was supposed to be like this and that i said what this thing confessed and she kicked it out and here am i now preaching when god deliver you from that situation he elevates you he takes you to another level I'm filled now with the Holy Spirit, praying for people, preaching his word, telling people about the goodness, what he has done for me. If not of him, what would I have been today? I would have been dead and gone. And because I also believe, because then I've given my life to Christ. So he said he will not, he will not let his daughter go. No, he will put it in the heart of another daughter to pray 
and deliver his daughter. God is a spirit. He can come and deliver me himself. He will send somebody to pray. The situation you can sleep, God will send angels. You might see maybe me, if you are listening, you are my follower, you are following me, and you'll be like, okay, now they know her. Maybe you might even hear me praying. You might hear my voice praying, you know, for you while you are sleeping and you get well or you are being, you be delivered from, from something. So many of times I've seen apostles, Apostle Belema in my dream, but that is God, either God or Jesus or an angel that will come to his using her face to give me a message to tell me something or to deliver me like even of recent we are doing a seven days fast today is day five which i did not participate because i was in berlin that is no excuse anyway because that was the day we're coming back it started on sunday but i didn't prepare myself then i came home i was anxious okay i have to eat before it's it's um 6 a.m houston time but reaching home there was no food i have to prepare something so i was so i was like oh my god so that's how the whole thing started right but on that same day, she came to me in my dream. I was eating pear. And I was hiding. I was following her. But I know this was Jesus. I was following her behind, you know, him, but with apostles' face. And then he turned. I was like, why are you not fasting? I said, I'm sorry, can I say something? I was putting, raising my finger up. I said, please, can I say something? As I came back from Berlin, I did not prepare myself for because of the journey and this day. I said, but can I still join in the prayers? He just nodded his head. He said, yes. So I'm following up with the prayers. I'm not doing the fasting. I tried as okay, I'll do six to six. Was it yesterday or whatever? I did not. But while we're praying today in tongues, since I'm following up with the prayers, while I was we're praying today in tongues, about some two hours ago, I got a message that I have to do my own fast. Since I didn't do this one, I'm starting my fasting tomorrow. I have to do a three-day dry fasting. I have to break it on Sunday. Theirs will be ending on, on Saturday. Mine will end on Sunday. So that's how God works. So you who is my follower, you who is listening to me, he might use my voice to give you a message. You might be sleeping and you, you hear me talking to you. It might come in the face of somebody, but since you, you are familiar with my voice, you'll be like, oh, Kati came and gave me this message. That is Jesus. He's just using my voice because... You are listening to me all the time. You are familiar with my voice. So people of God, create a relationship with God. It's all about Jesus. It's all about God. I have no power of my own. I'm just a vessel that he is using. Think about it. With all the things that you've been through in life, you could not have succeeded if you were to do them by yourself. It's been God. It's been Jesus helping us all along with the help of the Holy Spirit. We go through things. And we come out and you'll be like, wow, I don't even know how this happened. Because Jesus is there. And for him to do this more, you have to surrender totally. So as you listen to me today, do not harden your heart. Repent and accept Christ Jesus. Make him your personal Lord and Savior. Make him your personal Lord and Savior. And he will move mightily in your life. You will face problems. You will face trials and tribulation. But listen, at the end of the day, you will come out victoriously.
because Jesus caught you. So before I sign out, I will say the salvation prayer. If you are ready to rededicate your life to Christ, or if it's the first time you are listening to the message and you want to give your life, take a minute, repent of your sins, and then I'll say the salvation prayer and you repeat after me. Just begin to confess of your sin. You can't even say it all. You can't, what I always say, like we can't even recount of our sin because there are some we don't even know. Some are just there in our thoughts or action. So all you need to do is just say, Father, forgive me of my sins in any way I have sinned. Be it in my thoughts, in my words, in my action. Forgive me of the lies I told. Forgive me of plotting evil, of unforgiveness. Have mercy, Father Lord. I want to start a new life with you. Come and take over me. Forgive me, Father Lord Jesus. And I've forgiven also those who have hurt me. Take away all forgiveness in me. If you have said that, if you have confessed your sin, you repeat after me. Say, Father Lord, I come into your presence as a sinner. I confess my sins. Forgive me. I did not know any better. I promise not to go back to my old ways. I believe that Jesus Christ came and died on the cross of Calvary so that my sins can be wiped away. I accept Jesus Christ as my Lord and personal Savior. Be the Lord over my life. I promise to serve you forever and ever. In Jesus' name, amen. If you said this prayer, put your hand on your chest. Say to yourself, I'm born again. You are welcome to the kingdom of God. You are now a new creature. Be filled with the Holy Ghost. God bless you. Do not go back sinning. Do not go back sinning. Keep listening to the messages. Listen to the old ones. Share them. Invite somebody to listen to them. Create this relationship with God. You are now safe. Read your Bible. Pray. You must not be in your closet all the time. While you are driving, pray. While you are cooking, pray. While you are doing laundry, you are doing your house chores. You are in the supermarket shopping. That's what I do. At times I'll just feel, I'm just like, Father, thank you for life. Thank you for your grace. Thank you for my children. Thank you for my husband. Thank you for my siblings. Thank you for my mother. Thank you, Father, for the gift of life. Thank you for today. Thank you that I feel so good. Thank you. You appreciate God. Appreciate him. Have an attitude of gratitude. Always be thankful because your life could have been worse. There are people who don't live the life you are living, who are in worse situation than, than you. So appreciate God and thank him and he will move mightily. Okay? Do have a wonderful evening. Until we meet again, go out, spread love, share love, and I love you all. You are blessed. Bye-bye.